Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 15th of March. My name is Sam Kozlowski and helping me make sense of today's news is Zara Seidler. Making news today, a new COVID case in New South Wales, the WA election, some good news about Canada, and a discussion about the murder of Sarah Everard. Here's today's Daily Digest. The 55-day streak of no COVID in the community in New South Wales has come to an end after a worker in two hotel quarantine facilities in Sydney tested positive yesterday. The 47-year-old security worker had received the first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, but according to the New South Wales Chief Health Officer Kerry Chant, the person was yet to develop immunity. So on Friday's episode of the podcast, we discussed the WA election, and we have the results for you now. WA Labor won the state election, unsurprisingly, by a considerable margin, returning Premier Mark McGowan to power. The Liberal Party is predicted to lose its opposition status after winning less seats than the National Party. Opposition leader Zach Kirkup has also lost his seat in Parliament. The federal government is reportedly working on establishing a travel bubble with Singapore by July this year. It's understood the bubble would allow overseas Australian travellers to quarantine in Singapore, expanding Australia's capacity to accept more returning residents. Under the proposal, Australians would also be allowed to travel to Singapore without approval if they had been vaccinated. And today's good news. The Canadian government has announced a $2.75 billion investment into zero-emission buses and electric vehicle charging infrastructure. Canada has set a goal of net zero emissions by 2050 and is rolling out a $15 billion plan to pursue alternative energy technologies. So the big story today is one that I saw personally flooding my social media over the weekend, and that was the murder of Sarah Everard. And as is going viral on social media, she was murdered as she was walking home at night. Sam, tell us what we need to know about this story. So before I start, this story contains details of murder and sexual assault, so if that's really difficult for you to hear, this could be a good episode to skip. On the 3rd of March, Sarah Everard left the house of a friend and began to walk home. She spoke to her boyfriend on the phone for about 15 minutes and agreed to meet him the next day. However, when Everard didn't meet her boyfriend the next day, a missing persons alert was issued. On the 9th of March, Kent police arrested a 48-year-old male Metropolitan Police Officer at his home on suspicion of kidnapping. They later found Everard's body at a park nearby, and as such, the officer was charged with Everard's kidnapping and murder on the 12th of March. He appeared in court on the 13th and 16th and is awaiting trial for murder. The response in the UK has two key themes. One is a disgust at the fact that a police officer, a serving police officer, is at the centre of these inquiries, and two, that all women should feel safe while walking home at night. So the concerning detail that's come to light about the police officer who's been charged with the murder of Sarah Everard was that he was actually suspected of indecent assault three days before Everard's appearance in late February. It's raised a question amongst the UK media of how good are the police at monitoring their own people in terms of criminal offences. And Scotland Yard and the Metropolitan Police are under the microscope at the moment for the internal processes that are at play here. The second point, which has been amplified across social media, is that, of course, Sarah should have been safe while walking home alone that night. And we've seen this play out across the world as women document their own experiences of having to protect themselves when doing something as mundane as walking home alone at night. 
Over the weekend, there was a vigil commemorating the life of Sarah in the UK, and four women were actually arrested at that vigil for breaching COVID-19 protocols. So the discussion at the moment is about the truly shocking scenes from the vigil. London Mayor Sadiq Khan tweeted yesterday that the scenes from Clapham Common are unacceptable and that an inquiry into the police conduct at the vigil is now underway. But of course, this horrific story is not unique to the UK and occurs worldwide which is aiming to shine light on sexism and dangerous workplaces for women. Of course, if you are planning on attending this march, please be safe and abide by COVID-19 rules. That's all we have time for today. We'll speak to you tomorrow. In the meantime, if you want to catch up on the day's news, follow us on Instagram at The Daily Oz and sign up to our newsletter. It's where over 90,000 Australians get their news throughout the day and we would love you to become part of the community.